Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. On the Sunday mornings, we get into the Word of God, talk about it, and we're going to spend a little bit extra time in prayer today because I have a question for you. Where does one go to find the truth these days? It's really a good question. You know, the Scripture talks about our religion, we've said it many times, the Christian religion, I'll use that word, is not based on faith, rather it's based on truth. Truth is the foundation of our faith. Faith activates the truth. Faith makes the truth become personal and real to us. But this is something that I I say to students all the time, and many don't understand this, and many Christians don't understand this. What Jesus said, who he is is true, whether you believe it or not. He's the Son of God, whether you believe it or not. He died for our sins, whether you believe it or not. He rose from the dead, whether you believe it or not. The things he said are true, but if you believe them, they will have this beneficial effect in your life. They'll bring you salvation. If you don't believe them, they're still true. You just don't have the benefit of them. And so today we are reminded that the Christian faith is based on truth, and yet we live in a world where the Bible says the whole world lies in the power of the evil one, and the evil one's primary tactic is lies and deception. And so it should not surprise us if we live in a world where there are, there's a lot of lying and deception. That's what Jesus said would be a, a primary description of, a, uh, of uh, something that would be happening in the world. And so one question, where does one go to find the truth? Can you find it in the media? Well, not usually. There's a slant. You would be amazed how many young people today, it's like they believe you're supposed to spin the truth. It's like they believe that's part of what life is, is not to submit to facts, but to spin the facts. And it's like so many of them, they've grown up in this world of spin, and they see it, and they think this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to spin the truth instead of seek the truth and submit to the truth. It's really terrible how often I see this on campus, the lack of seeking truth. Do you find it on the internet, social media? Favorite websites, television, uh, uh, radio, talk radio, talk radio, news, cable news. Where do you find the truth? Do you find it in movies? Do you find it in books? Do you, where do you find it? And there is truth out there, but believe me, we're living in a world more and more affected by spin. And spin is just a sweet word to say deception the desire that to, to deceive, to trick people, to take the truth and manipulate it to say what you want it to be. Now, in the midst of this, we find, I'd like to refer this morning to 1 Timothy chapter 3, verses 14 and 15. Because here Paul is writing Timothy, and he says, I'm writing these things to you, hoping to come to you before long. But in case I'm delayed, I write so that you will know how one ought to conduct himself in the household of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and support of the truth. Where the, there you have it. 
the church, the people of God, the church means the, the assembly of God, the called out group of people called from the world to belong to God, to say that we are his people. We are meant to be, the church of the living God is meant to be the pillar and support of the truth. We are to be the place you can find the truth. Maybe you've heard me share my testimony, but when I began to uh, read the New Testament and realize there was something wrong with my life, realize I was missing something, and I wanted to find God, interestingly, I didn't even consider going to my church to find the answer. It's not like I said, I'm not going there. It's just, it never crossed my mind. I, I, and what a sad, sad commentary that if someone is seeking the truth, they would look elsewhere. Well, in my case, I looked for, you know, someone out on a, a state fair who would have, be out sharing their faith, out evangelizing. I'd seen people like that in previous years, and so I knew they were out there. They'd hand out literature, or they'd have a booth at the fair, or they'd speak or something. And I thought, someone who would do that obviously believes strongly enough, that's who I want to learn from. And of course, that experience molded my whole ministry over the last 50 years. But the point being, the church should be the place that people can know that if I come here, I'm going to get the truth. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not going to get just my ears tickled. I'm not going to just hear what I want to hear. I'm not going to just hear what's, you know, socially, socially acceptable, politically correct, what's been poll tested, what the people want to hear. I'm going to hear truth from God. Now, I want to tell you, it's not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing for a pastor to stand in front of the church and speak truth if it's not e- if it's not what they want to hear. Paul talks about in 2 Timothy chapter 4, the day would come when people just want to have their ears tickled. They just want to hear the things they want to hear. We live in a day like that. And 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 we've have whole industries now trying to define what do people want to hear and give it to them. And don't believe this consumerism has not crept into the church because we're all susceptible to it. I speak against it, but trust me, I'm susceptible. Who doesn't want to be liked? Who doesn't want people to uh, follow them? Who doesn't want a like on YouTube? Who doesn't want a bigger congregation? Who doesn't want all these things? And the tendency is to say, tell the people what they want to hear instead of be a spokesman, a prophet from God Almighty to speak what is truth in a world that is increasingly accepting what is not true. It's tough. It's easy to criticize, but it's a tough thing to do. It's been said, you know, that sometimes today you speak the truth, you'll be accused of hate. And as has been said, to those who hate the truth, speaking the truth sounds like hate. That's a lot of, that's true, isn't it? And so in our world today, some of the things that need to be said that are truthful have been defined as hatred and, and re, to be rejected. And so it's difficult. I want to spend some time this morning praying for our churches and our church leadership that, our, that those who speak for God, which is all of us, but particularly also our leaders, that they might be able to speak with courage, with boldness. This is what Paul prayed for. He said, pray that I would have 
boldness that I would speak as I ought to speak. Now, I often think of that as only referring to when he's out amongst the heathen preaching the gospel, and he knows that they might stone him or arrest him or beat him, that he would have the boldness to say what needs to be said in such a time. But trust me, there needs to be boldness to speak the truth even amongst the flock of God, even when you're leading the flock to say what needs to be said. And I, and I want us to have um, understanding of how difficult this is for our pastors and that we would pray for them and, we, and that God would open their eyes and God would compel them to say things that need to be said to our churches. Why? Because we are the pillar and support of the truth. If the church doesn't stand strong in these days, if we're not speaking what must be said, if we're not guiding the people of God into a right understanding of, of life and how to live in these days, in these times, then who's going to do it? I've often said, and I believe the church, I mean, it's not me, I mean, everybody ought to realize this, the church is the last best hope for our country. If the church fails, if the church fails, we can't trust Hollywood or or the corporate world or Washington, D.C. or our state capital. We, we don't trust them. We trust the church to stand up and speak what is true and be a voice for God, do we not? And so this morning, I thought we'd pray for the church and for our church leaders to be people who stand firm on God's truth. Will you join me? Father in heaven, we come to you today and we thank you that in a world of darkness, deception, lies, spin, corruption all around us, we thank you that you have brought us to be members of the church of the living God, the pillar and support of the truth. We thank you that you have called us into this and you've made us your followers and you've You've, you've made us a part of your body. Your Holy Spirit has baptized us into the very body of Christ. And we thank you and we give you praise. We thank you we're of the redeemed. We thank you that we're the children of God. We thank you we're, we're no longer in the domain of darkness, but we're in the kingdom of the beloved Son. Oh, we thank you for what you have done in our lives and the lives of those, all those who know and name the name of Christ. Father, we live in a time when it takes increasing amounts of courage and wisdom, shrewdness, and righteousness to stand up and say what is good, right, and true. We pray today for our churches to be places where people can confidently come and know they're not getting spin or they're not just having their ears tickled. But how we pray the churches of America, and I, and I know people come here from India and Europe, the churches, wherever they are, whatever country they're in, the churches would be places where, where, where this, they know they can come and hear the truth. We ask you would be spoken in love. You said we would grow up into all aspects in Christ as we speak the truth in love. And so we pray that as we speak the truth, we'd not be harsh, mean-spirited. We'd be meek, kind, gentle, but we'd also be uncompromising and bold and courageous. And I pray, Lord, particularly for the leaders of our churches. I pray for our pastors. I pray for those who have broad influence in other churches and throughout the land, that there be a boldness and a courage and a righteousness. You said the righteous are as bold as lions. 
And I pray a righteousness to stand, stand firm and speak what is good, right, and true. Lord, there's so much deception, so much confusion, so much, so much lies coming from, from all, it seems like every institution out there. And we're just inundated with it. And we pray, Lord, give us eyes to see. Give our leaders eyes to see. Lord, I pray for our pastors. I pray for our leaders. They'd not be deceived. They'd not be uh, misguided. And I know, Lord, I know the enemy just shoots arrows at them and attacks them and wants them to have false information. I know that they are targets. The leaders of the church are targets of the evil one. Protect them, we pray. Protect their minds. Protect their hearts. Protect their families. Protect them from discouragement. Protect them from from doubt. Protect them from fear. And might they be wise, and might they lead us. Oh, God, give us shepherds who will lead us in all the truth that we might stand as bright lights, shining bright lights in the midst of a dark and perverse generation. These are our prayers, Father. We pray that in a time when it seems like so many institutions have capitulated and have become taken over by darkness, your church would shine brightly, all the brighter, all the brighter, and people would be saved, and people would come to it for answers, and and that there'd be a, a revival in our land, and the churches would be a part of it. Oh, Lord, might our churches lead us in a revival of, of the gospel and of living in your ways. We pray it and bless you. Thank you for hearing our prayers. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thanks for joining me today. We come here every day because we're serious about our Christian life. I trust you are as well. And if you're serious about getting the Word of God in your life, praying about it, praying it into your soul, not just hearing it taught, but really letting it become part of who you are and being inspired, encouraged, and edified, then I hope you'll join us every day. I really do. This is a time that you can come and get that daily inspiration because we don't need just once a week encouragement we need it every day and we need to be strong we live in times that that god is calling out people to be mighty for him i hope you'll be one of them so if you're new welcome i hope you'll join our community subscribe to the channel be here every day set a time either 8 30 a.m live when we're together or later in the day you can come whenever you like or even listen to the podcast on the apple spotify or google platforms Until we meet tomorrow, God bless you. I love you. Be strong and courageous. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.